Episode 35. Again. Rendition number two. (laughs) What had happened was we recorded last week, Mm -hmm. Drew and I, Mm -hmm. absent Looper. Mm -hmm. And what we realized is Drew and I can't do anything without Looper. Well, we did the recording. We did the recording. The recording exists. In GarageBand, which I thought that's how you made sweet music, but apparently you can record things as well. I have no idea. We've you've already lost me. We saved the episode under Micah's back episode because a couple weeks back, you two. Yeah. I can't mm-hmm. think of anything I could say that I could <laughs> say on the podcast about you two. Bashed me up good. Then Sean Green comes on the episode, yes. which this one is shoe brought, game. Sh- Make brought, sure to go back and check out this shoe game. One is brought to you by Priority One Athletics. It's a crap basketball school, <laughs> and so didn't care about that. And then we record football, some other things. You and I fight a good bit. And then we're like, hey, Looper, we need you help uploading this thing. And then it goes on an Oregon Trail trying to find that idiot. <laughs> Never find it. We can't, we can't show it now because now it's too late. It's not relevant. He's, he, he said a name of a program sure. to be able to transfer the file. I think he called it Wet Transfer. Is that wet, the name of it? No, we, Wet Transfer. We Transfer. No, We Transfer. Then he said, yeah, he said something about We Transfer. I feel then like it's Wet Transfer. Then he said something about downloading... Annex or uh, Logic. Linux. Logic. Logic. <laughs> I feel like I'm in Rocket Ralph and where all the stuff on the internet goes I think die. I'm going to make a game where I'm going to invent... I'm, I'm actually going to invent a couple of app names. Of course. And I'm going to mm. give you a quiz at the end to see if you can tell which one's a real app name how and about which we, ones that I've just how made about we up. just skip that and we both save some time in our lives? <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I'm going to be working on while you continue to rant... Um, despite the fact that really just some of our best podcasts we ever recorded. Sure. Lots of rave reviews. I've listened to them. More listens. Is Tom Brady a saint? Justin's virtually the dumbest person that's ever lived. Well, then I that, didn't listen that, to that, doesn't, that doesn't bode well for the two of us. <laughs> it doesn't. We can't cut a ham sandwich between us. All right, so we're back. Episode 35, the trio's back together. After Justin besmirched me, Sean Green besmirched me, and now the triumphant's back. We're going to talk about the Chappelle's latest Sticks and Stones stand-up and how I believe he brought comedy back to where it was supposed to, almost with one fail swing of the mighty hammer, which is the Chappelle comedy. Talk about what to look forward to as the NFL kicks off in almost 24 hours or a little longer than that. Yeah. With the Chicago Zabers and the Green Bay Mustache Aaron Rodgers Packers, Drew, what would you like to discuss first? Uh, yeah, let's 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 just dive into the NFL. Let's dive into the NFL. Uh, as we're recording this, it is Wednesday morning, about eight fifteen Eastern Standard Time. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, sometime during the night, and as part of yesterday, two big. Notes, uh, Ezekiel Elliott's holdout is appears to be over, and Jared Goff ridiculous. Both is of these now are ridiculous. a 134, the proud owner of a contract worth $134 million, 110 Whoo. guaranteed. Yes, sir. Mike, if you had $110 million guaranteed... I would not be here talking to you two idiots, I tell well, you that right now. Well, sure, but... W- I mean, what would you care about in life? I would care about 100% of my time would be allotted to making your life miserable. (laughs) How much of your fortune would you sink into trying to ruin me? 
All of it? Enough. <laughs> well, I think part of it would be a web series that I created called Drew's Gonna Die. And, then and you, I would make all my money it? back. Absolutely. Every day. Every day. <laughs> it would be trying to sabotage your marriage, trying sure. to show your two boys that you're the 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 the, the I think if you just Wank bought, that I think you if you are. just bought my oldest son a switch, he'd be on your team. <laughs> sure. just, just, he'd be he like, was telling me last like, time when he said, "I'm out." He was I'm just out. like, "When I get a switch," and he, like the, you, the the glimmer in his eyes, and I was like, "Are you getting a switch?" Because you felt like he's get, he feels like he's getting one. Oh, he's definitely he's earned enough money. He's really excited about it. Today's like Jared Goff Day in our house mm. because he's about to sign a contract worth a Nintendo Switch, and after that, I may never see him again. I am still. Not convinced that Jared Goff is, based on money, a top-tier quarterback. Based on money, what we're talking about, top 10. Well, you know, you look... I, and this Which, actually, again, I think a $100 million guarantee is just, is just chump change now in the NFL. They have the money. I guess that's fine. you got to pay somebody. And Here's, I think Ezekiel Elliott is ridiculous. I think you just kick down the door for everybody that's just going to say... he And everybody's not Ezekiel Elliott, but I, I wasn't crazy about them letting them hold them hostage. Well, so you look at Jared Goff, and here's what we've got. With Jared Goff, you've got 24 and 14 as a starter. Not bad. 9,500 yards, 65 touchdowns, only 26 interceptions, completing 62% of his passes. I'll be honest with you, those stats actually surprised me. I don't know why. Right. I had him on my fantasy team well, last year. Because he surprised me because I didn't even watch him the first year until the second year when they started 6, 7, and 0. Oh. Mm-hmm. It's kind of two and a half years he's technically got under his belt now, mm-hmm. too, because. Fisher kind of, Jeff Fisher, the beloved, the mm. historic, the mediocre. He is historically mediocre, yeah. Well, his mustache was anything but mediocre. Absolutely. He it was, was, a, it was, a, it was a legendary mustache. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. I So how many, in the quarter, how many quarterbacks in the league currently starting would you start over Jared Goff? Who, mm. boy. Tom um, Brady? Aaron Rodgers? See, I don't, see? Would you start him over? I guess so. Yeah, that this was, team, we're not talking about who we're starting a franchise around because Tom Brady's 1,000 years old. It was 42. It's a gentleman's 42. A gentleman's 42. He is a handsome, decade older handsome. than all three of us. Handsome. And he's playing professional sport that involves large, basically superhero hippopotamuses <laughs> trying to tackle him every day. We were watching uh, clips from Endgame. Ah! Just incredible clips. And when the aliens looper pour out... And start charging uh, right after he says Avengers assemble assemble. So the, a- the animals, the the little, the, they're like they have like four arms and they're wild animals. And I was just like, that's essentially an NFL defensive lineman. Yeah, just a guy with four arms. It's just so mad. he's forty two, and humans like Aaron Donald are trying to get you to the ground again. Quarterbacks are protected. So back well, to Aaron the Donald's on his team. So true, he didn't have to worry about him. Um, I'm I'm just looking at all the teams right here, just trying to think if there's anyone I'd rather have more than him. Obviously, Pat Mahomes. Pat Mahomes. Aaron Rodgers, I still think is the the most physically besides Pat Mahomes. Physically, probably, phys- probably, yeah, probably the two of them are gear are locks. I mean, I'd I'd absolutely. I don't even have to think about that. I still put Big Benny up there. Big Benny's still a lock for me for big wins. I think people are sleeping on him. I see. I would put him like Goff is like. In the in low the, tens, in, Russell the, Wilson, in the Cam Newton, I'd probably take Russell the, Wilson. Over. I'd probably take Russell Wilson again. Agreed. Yeah, I'd put golf with like the Cam Newton pack. 
Okay. Like he's 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 like Cam he's like Newton. Eight to, I still think he's I, like an eight to fifteen kind of guy. Well, honestly, we're Actually, talking about 12, he's been probably. to Super Bowl. Cam's been to Super Bowl as well. So yeah, that's yeah, what I'm, that's what I'm saying. I would put him above the Philip Rivers. Era. I think he's I think he's better than anybody in the NFC North other than Rodgers. He's better than anybody in the NFC East because you're looking at Dak Wentz. Do you think he's better than Dak already? I don't know why I talked like that. <laughs> Already. Until <laughs> uh, uh, the morning. <laughs> I did that yesterday. You, what, what's happening? Are you I was morphing? in Scotland for two days a month ago, and apparently <laughs> I'm having... Are we going to have to suspend you again? I think so. For mental issues? <laughs> Maybe. Uh, yeah, I think he's better than Dak. You don't think he's better than Dak? I don't know. It's hard. That offensive lineman with the Cowboys is so impenetrable. And the, but the Rams had so many weapons. Wentz, I feel like I could be the quarterback for them. I mean, I think the difference between him and Wentz, like I'd take Wentz over him if one I want take. I still think one Nick and Foles. two pick. What about Nick Foles? I think old 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 Jacksonville Jaguars starting quarterback I saw Nick old Foles. Long neck. Uh, long neck. That was long neck. You said I said long neck. Okay. You would take Foles over him? I'm just saying. He's a Super Bowl winner. And beat yeah. the guy that was – and beat the team that was the ugliest team I've ever seen watching Rams and Patriots. It was I feel brutal. like Foles, Wentz, and Goff are like all the same. Yeah, guy. I would put all those. I don't think Goff is anything – let's see. I mean, he's better than Flacco. He's better than Carr. He's better than anyone in the East. Who's the Dolphins quarterback? Is it Rosen? It's Fitzpatrick. Yeah. It's Fitzpatrick. Fitzmagic. Oh, no, Fitzmagic. He'll lose that job four weeks but in. But apparently, based on what they're doing, they're dumping chip. They're trying. They get Rosen and Fitzmagic, but apparently they're going to, I guess. Oh, yeah, it is Rosen. Suck Sorry, for, the, uh, the suck, guy is Rosen. Though. Suck yeah, for Tua. Right. Suck for Tua, the yeah. Hawaiian punch. Yeah. yeah you should, if you wanted to suck, you'd start Rosen. Yeah. It's interesting why there's not more. And I still don't understand why the NBA doesn't do this. Why it's not whoever the worst team is gets the first pick. That doesn't make, it still doesn't make any sense to me. Why it's that lottery business, that is, still doesn't make any sense. Let's not jump into the NBA because this is going to get weird. I would hmm. say, yeah, he's – Goff's definitely top ten. You have to pay him that much money. I mean, what, do you, what else are you going to do? We talked about on the, on the one podcast um, with Justin, I made the joke, draft quarterbacks. Right. Every pick until yeah. you get one. Sure. And so you know where I stand. I think quarterback is the only position that matters in the NFL until you have one. And only the only people who disagree with me, I'll, all I have to ask them is, who's your team? Right. And they always say the Patriots, the Steelers, right. the Someone Packers. have had a decade or yeah, a decade plus like, of quarterbacks. Exactly. This proves my point. I've, I've, not met, I've not met an Arizona Cardinals fan who disagrees with me. I've not met have a— Have you met an Arizona Cardinals fan? I have. I've actually met them. They're rare— they hate themselves almost as much as Titans fans. Sure. Um, you know, I've not met a Buccaneers fan who's like, what are you talking about? Quarterback. You don't need a good quarterback. Buccaneers fans, no. See some crab legs and Jameis Winston. Let's whip them interceptions into the air. <laughs> all right, so let's move to the Ezekiel Elliott deal. What, do you, what all do you think about that? I'm, for me, Looper, Drew, on a record basically saying you just – said, hey, we're open for business. Come and blackmail us whenever, however you want. At least play a game with Adam. You may even win a game and you get, put him a little, put a little pressure on him. Or do you say, hey, he's a great running back and running backs need that money. I, don't think, I think running backs are virtually interchangeable. Well, what's funny is his contract's significantly less than Wentz's. It's $90 million. Who's? It's an extension, I guess. Maybe that's what it is. Wentz's? Goff. Goff. Yeah. <laughs> Carson Wentz. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah, Goff's. Let's well, you like you said, you're comparing a quarterback to yeah. a running back. I think yeah. that, that, uh, it was he does have 50, he does have fifty million guaranteed now. That brother 
So what two years. For this two years, right? Two years early. Yeah, two years on yeah. his rookie deal. Yeah, it's a six-year extension, is what they're calling it. <laughs> so, it's they're saying we're extending the original deal. So does he get paid terms. now, or does he fulfill that two year and then it starts? So that's. Uh, I don't that, know. I don't. That I don't know. So that's like going to be like fine commitment? print. Uh, hold no, on. I, I don't, Running I don't backs think, break He was down. on. He no was way, under yeah. contract through 2020. Was set to make 3.8 million, and then 9.9. Um, and uh, no, it's so got to restart. He's getting now. paid now. He's, he's getting paid gotcha. now. Okay. Yeah. So now his compensation through the 2026 season totals okay. over 100 million. So yeah, it's gonna it's a pretty it's big from, jump. In this NFL, I believe running backs get a little bit of the um, the backhand. I believe That's they, true. but at the same time, based on this NFL, like you said, it's quarterback, quarterback, quarterback. If you can run through, if you can run relatively through an open hole, because again, I think any of three of us could run behind that the Cowboys line. At least try for a game or two instead of letting. I don't understand unless they think he's a personality plus a gamer. Why you why you give in to Zeke like this? This is crazy. Yeah. I, I mean, what are you going to do? Their backup, who's their backup? There Tony was, Pollard? Yeah, Tony. Let him let him run. Let's see what happens. I think, like... Try to uh, James Conner. I don't want to... Yeah, James Conner situation. I don't want to speak ill of the old Emmitt Smith, but part of Emmitt Smith, part of what was the Broncos uh, running back? But, um, Terrell back, Davis. Terrell Davis was their incredible offensive line. I think part of Ezekiel's myth and legend that he's building is because they have one of the best, if not the best, offensive line in the league. Let Pollard run behind him and say, oh, it's not maybe Zeke. It's the amazing offensive line and Zeke's potential run and throwing ability that opens up the field for... You think it's... I mean, it's probably... it's. I think it's a golden state. You know, not to bring it back to the NBA, but you know how this next year is kind of going to be a wide-open year. Yeah. So you're seeing a lot of NBA teams do weird things, like the Brooklyn Nets go after an injured Kevin Durant and a Kyrie Irving because this year, this year's kind of an open year. Maybe Dallas sees a window this year in 2019. You know, the Patriots aren't, you know, maybe who they've ha- they have been. Maybe Brady. They're better. They were horrible last year. Maybe Brady. But, I mean, Brady's going to fall off eventually. He fell off last year. It didn't matter. Well, but it does matter a He's little. He's LeBron James now. He, he They scored he, 13 points in the Super Bowl. They yeah. shouldn't have won. What are we talking about? So, I think it's about think, the, the marketing aspect, selling those season tickets. Sure, that's. I think that's we a good point. And that's I don't Jerry, think it's all about old Jerry Jerry Jones is more of a businessman than he is, obviously, yeah. a, a winning football game. Selling those guy. jerseys, selling those so tickets. So that makes sense. And it makes sense maybe if you wait another year and you let him sit a season because people have done it. And then he just goes somewhere else. I think it's just a. I think it's a window thing. Crazy. I think it's a thing where he Jerry Jones has to be looking at it, going, you know what, I'm 140 years old. Yeah, that's true. I feel you. I'm yeah, older but, than Tom Brady. Well, his level of income and modern sciences, he, no reason he can't live to 200, 225. Yeah, cryogenically freeze his brain. They just brain. put a pig's heart in a guy. Yeah, he died, but it still may work out. <laughs> Ricky Bobby. Ricky Bobby. 2012. I. I I think that's what it is. I think it's a window. I think so. You do it. You're Jerry Jones. You you pay him the money. Well, and we're like, we can't do Le'Veon again. Like, right. let's not go through that. Yeah, Le'Veon you know? sat the whole time. And he he set the. the and we tone. don't know. We don't know the Steelers weren't right. Yeah, sure. With AB and Le'Veon. Well, they were. They're right about AB. That that's. I think that's clear. He is a bit of a nut. <laughs> what wide receiver? But I saw has him gone, on Instagram run a route, and I was like, oh, golly, bum. What wide receiver has gone to Oakland? 
That's true. And rejuvenated their career. Random Mouse? Mm. He didn't, but still. I guess you could say. I, like did go there. I guess you could say Jerry Rice at the end of his career. Tony Brown? That Super Bowl. Tony Brown? Tony Brown? It's a great one. Tim Brown? Tim Brown. Tim Brown. You're right. Like, Tony Brown. Tony Brown, dude. Half we ever have no, it right. You half Tim, a star. Tim Brown lit it up with uh, Rich He did. Cannon but that was back when the Raiders weren't a yeah. complete other, other yeah, they, joke. They made All right. Super Answer Bowl. me this, Indianapolis Colts fan. Jacoby Brissett. Of course. Super Bowl, baby. Super Bowl bust? Super Bowl bust. So in our lost podcast, we talked about Andrew Luck yes. disappearing. Yeah, the lost podcast that Looper really, 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 really got us in the tank yeah. on that. Uh, sorry. Hey, so, will you be around about three thirty? Yeah, hey, I'll be you, around. If you export Ghost. it, if you export it, we'll post it. It'll be episode. What does that mean? Thirty-five uh, asterisk. Exporting, we have to take it to, down to <laughs> the docks <laughs> and load no. it on a ship. <laughs> <laughs> if you make an audio file, that's an out export, of it. right? Yeah, we get, we got to find a crate. We listen to Bill Simmons. Right now you have a project file. We listen to Bill Simmons podcast, and he he has what he calls mm. the Ewing theory. The Ewing theory is. A reference to Patrick Ewing, yes. New York Knicks player, who never could get the job done, was a very talented, incredible, professional basketball player, right? But seemed seemed to never be able to put all the pieces together. Then he leaves, and they're just as good, I guess. What, what what's the per- the idea? I believe is that his it's addition by subtraction. Right. When he went away. The team was actually better for it. In his absence, so, so he's yeah. Le'Veon Bell. There's a case for Le'Veon Bell, right? There, there's an extraordinary case for AB that the well, Steelers are like now. Well, the Steelers were winning already three sure. next year because Juju Smith-Schuster and Roethlisberger don't have the blonde. So a lot of people are talking. You know, yeah, a lot of people the blonde mustache. A lot of people are talking that Andrew Luck has a Ewing theory weight to it that when after he leaves that they may be better because Andrew Luck never won anything. Do you believe that? <sighs> I believe Andrew Luck was a top-tier quarterback. I believe he was riddled with injury. I believe Jim Irsay may be the worst human that's ever been born. And so I think there was a lot of stuff against him. He was one of the most hit quarterbacks for his first two seasons in the NFL. Now he's had a lacerated kidney, a concussion, a torn labrum in his throwing shoulder, and I don't think it ever really got back. And then whatever this pre, this current injury was, to have him retire from the NFL, whatever that reason may be, whatever your hypothesizing may be, but... I don't think Tony Percet is going to be as good as Andrew Luck, but I think that Jacoby. What I say? I don't. I'm not sure. Jatoni. 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 Jabroni. So I'm not. I'm not feeling a ton of confidence because you don't I even love, know his name. I do love the idea of we were potential South favorites and AFC contenders and Super Bowl sleeper two. We've been written off. I love that potential in the locker room and see if they can. S- Spank up some energy and, and win some games. The South is terrible. I love that you yeah. unironically. It is you. You were not making a joke because if it's a joke, it's an incredible joke. It's well written, well constructed, and well delivered. <clears throat> you said that the AFC South champs would be considered contenders or Super Bowl favorites. I said I think, Super Bowl sleeper. I, th- I think I, I would think, agree with that though. I think anyone who wins the AFC South. In the last ten years, I believe the Texans can't be considered. I a believe contender. the Texans could beat if they're playing well. Pretty much anybody in the AFC on a I good agree. day, especially the Patriots. If 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 old if old, uh, they haven't won. Houston hasn't won anything of significance. Agreed, and I don't think they franchise. will. I think they could. 
Have I they won two yeah. playoff games in the same year? I no. believe if they were, and all you have to do is. I've win never two. made the AFC. I think it's. I think it's KFC unless someone gets hurt. I don't think terrific. I love Tom. you. Call them KFC now. <laughs> KFC. What's the problem? Kansas. Fried chicken. Fitty. <laughs> cheese. Don't read into it. <laughs> KFC. So I'm excited to see what happens. What is there? Brought to you in part by KFC, <laughs> clogging your arteries and killing your fathers for fifty years. Wow, that got dark. That's, and Chinese well, that's, people. That's their logo. That's their slogan, not mine. What? So, what is the storyline that you're most excited about in the NFL 2019-2020 season? I'm trying to figure out if I'm excited. You know, we did a podcast like probably four or five episodes. Did ago. we post that one? Well. <laughs> History will will reveal where we talked about how we're just not excited about the NFL at all. And I'm starting to wonder if yeah. the clouds are starting to part for concussions. And it was what we talked about. And, and I, it, to me, it's I think the NFL's biggest problem was that they didn't disclose the problems of concussions. So now that they've disclosed concussions are a problem, everybody knows what, what they're doing. There's no sympathy. And Andrew Luck and stories like Andrew Luck retiring are right. a perfect case in point of if you just don't want to do it, leave. And you're six hundred million dollars wealthy. Sure. And you're that's it. You're done. You don't you don't have to subject yourself to it anymore. So I think the NFL might might be starting to get poised for a comeback. The Colin Kaepernick stuff. They hired Jay Z. I understand to the, be their point man for that's an interesting culture and culture. I don't, I don't exactly. What would you call it? I don't know. A, an ambassador? I would say, yeah. Ambassador. I would say they're ambassador for race relations and for culture connection. So, and, and the Colin Kaepernick thing's gone. The concussion thing's on the table. They're willing to say, we know this is a thing. We're going to try to stop it. So when you say they're on the rise for a comeback, I don't know what comeback you mean. They're still the most popular sport in America. Yeah. And the most lucrative. By money. But not by um, notori- by uh, uh, political correctness, we'll say. Sure. And this also gives us a perfect segue. What into- do people that have all the money care about being politically correct? Well, that's all that people who have money have to care about. Like, again, so if you're Jared Obviously Goff. Obviously not. If, if you think you're they're poised for a comeback. You have $110 million. Right. All you can care about are seals in the Arctic. Because, I mean, what what else would you care about? I don't know, man. You're going to buy your high school a brand new weight facility. Of course. I'm watching QB1 on Netflix. If you've not watched, you, Luke, you watch QB1 Netflix? Okay. A bunch of high school quarterbacks who may or may not be good um, cool. going to college. And one right, of the, they're the five one star. Of the, they're five star. Yeah, they're five star. One right. of the 17, 18 year old quarterbacks tells his high school football coach, if I make it, I'm going to buy you an arena for turf because it always rains. At their school. He's confused about how much that costs. Not just that, but just the fact that that thought would enter his brain. And it was, it seemed like it was somewhat sincere. I mean, he was obviously kidding because he's not going to buy them nothing when he gets famous. Let's be honest. Maybe jerseys. Practice jerseys. He could maybe buy something, but yeah, the chances of him getting the The things that you put, the yellow things that you put on the helmet so you can Mm -hmm. tell dummy defense versus dummy offense. Good point. So, (laughs) yeah. Um, He'll he'll buy him a, a satchel of those. The, the so the storyline your storyline your your most interested in it is what the NFL season. I'm I'm curious to see if the NFL can go unscathed. I mean Tyreek Hill, and 
uh, Kareem Hunt and all of that stuff seems to be kind of skating by. Okay. More than more than more than I would expect for a league that's on the ropes. And even even Jay Z. I mean, the Eric Reeds of the world, which was Colin Kaepernick's somewhat uh, lesser known partner in crime for the uh, kneeling during the national anthem. He's tried to make noise about Jay Z being a sellout and. That story didn't really catch, so I'm it's hard to think to, that if, they're. If we think the NFL shield is impenetrable, which obviously the last couple years showed that it's definitely economically, it's not been right. But, but it I'm can't talking be, about like perception. I was just saying, if we think the NFL is tough to crack, Jay Z's brand is pretty impenetrable as well. I mean, when your wife's Beyonce Knowles, right? Come on, you know, have you ever you ever seen people try to get on Beyonce on, on social will media? Swarm you. I mean, it's it's unbelievable. Yep, it's unbelievable. I didn't. I did I, the, the the power. She's got that. Yeah. No, you shut yeah, up. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Um, probably me. my storyline that I'm looking forward to the most is this: the final terrific Tom passes it to Pat Mahomes. Twelve and the and the and the like, or does he continue to win despite you know science? Tom Cruise, human body <laughs> physics. Yeah. Would you vote Bones. for Tom Brady if he ran for office? Yes, 100%. Would you I mean, you've actually never voted in a national election, local, whatever. No. Any election. No. Nah. You've not voted for flavor of the month at Baskin Robbins. Never. How dare you? <laughs> I can't remember the last time I went to Baskin Robbins. I think they still are a thing. I yeah, I think I've know. seen I've seen them around. So I think that this year is going to be a year for Tom Brady. I don't know if it's the year. Because here's the thing. If he wins another Super Bowl. Do you keep playing? Do you go on top? You win to, seven? Could you imagine? I think I think he has to keep playing until he just, you know, is, is rolling the ball down the field <laughs> like a shuffleboard. He's six for nine. His six Super Bowl rings. I I don't know. I mean, he's got his religion to start, his right, cult true. to begin. I just don't understand. Well, he's he's so you got to love football a lot. It's a long season. You're throwing that ball an awful lot. What is his shoulder made out of? He seems to be getting like better at things, too. He's faster. You saw the 40 time. Have you seen like his face? What he looks like? I mean, he just looks young. It's just, is he getting... It's weird. He was walking out of the tunnel, and it's like... He look, the dude looks like he's 28. When we talk about that, it's funny because old in football, so he's still 42. We know guys around that are 42 that still look good, but just he's for a yeah, professional it's, it's, quarterback. It's a little weird. It though. is a little weird. It's just, but it doesn't look like surgery. It doesn't look like he's had work done. It looks like he's just a— Right. That's what I mean. What, like. if, he, what, if, we, what, if, we, what if he's an alien? Benjamin oh. Button. Benjamin Button. Looking he's at actually his, like 21. Looking at his <laughs> scouting combine highlights, he is—oh, boy. Yeah, I know. Look at his—he looks like a dummy. I would live in his chin dimple. I would move in there. Tom Brady, what mm. can't you do? I, I, I think you're one. right. I, I think that's a big story. Is watching that one for is sure. the Patriots dying? Because it feels it feels close. It feels like the Spurs. It's crazy. It feels like we're yeah. we're one Kawhi Leonard weird injury, Popovich just yeah. not one caring anymore. Away, Josh Gordon right. joint away from. And I don't think it really does not matter at all because obviously Belichick Flash. can't. <laughs> he can't get hurt because obviously Belichick's on the sideline. So the only injury that would matter to their season is Tom Brady. 
Obviously, he can win with anyone and anyone that just walking by the yep. walking goes by down the, the bus stadium. station gets a white dude and yeah, freaking <laughs> throws for so, five thousand. I'm excited. Unbelievable. There's like some games. I'm excited about Titans v. Browns, first of all, because I hate the Titans with everything that I've got, and I hope the Browns show a little bit of that spunk, a little bit of that pluck that we've all been excited about, and they dominate your team. OBJ? OBJ. Make or bake. Jarvis Landry. Bless him. So, I'm excited about Landry's Pittsburgh Patriots. I'm excited about the first game of the season. The uh, Bears against the Pack. So How did I'm, that become the first game of the I year? I thought it was always Super Bowl winners. It's not always been, but they try to do stuff like that. But why the Bears? The Bears, I don't know. Very it's a good team, though. Khalil Max. I did love the Happy Gilmore cast of the Packers. That was amazing. Mm-hmm. Did you see this photograph? No. So, Aaron, uh, if you're listening to this podcast, you, your phone's near you. Google yeah. Green Bay Packers, Happy Gilmore cast. Handful of the team come up with the caddy. Aaron Rodgers is the Ben Stiller character. What do you, what do you guys feel about um, Lamar Jackson this year? Oh, Lamar that's an Jackson. interesting storyline to me because it's Going like from- that dude came in and led them to like what? Like they were they were on the ropes. Like yeah, he won. How many the games season did was he going win? down? And well, he comes out and just does his running thing. He got he destructo Tron in his first playoff game. Two thousand four Vic though, and he yeah. just. I said I, I think agree. that can exist. Do you think, think that Lamar can Jackson. exist? I don't know, man. Now I, that they've they're going like RPO, a and, small running back, running style quarterback like that, I'm always I'm always hesitant to speak to just because I always think they're never going to last. He's the next RG three, but he yeah. really played well in those couple of games. Him, he look he his rookiness <clears throat> was revealed in that playoff game. I don't think he's a great yeah, thrower of the agree. football yet. We'll see. I have no it's idea. Interesting. I forgot all about him. That's an interesting that team, story as well because they know who they are now. Well, and they 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 won their division last year. Of course, it wasn't like in a landslide. And also, when you win a division, typically what that means is there's a there's a regression the next year because everyone's not the New England Patriots because the Steelers technically only lost the division by a technicality. Yeah, because they were nine six and one. Yeah. Did you see the photograph? Did you see the photograph? I did. How I did. incredible is that? It's 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 pretty good. If you like Happy Gilmore, go look at it. The cast, they actually do it pretty awesome, and it's great. That's pretty funny. The mustache is incredible. The caddy, it's awesome. Amazing. Chubbs. Yeah. All right, Drew, you Chubbs, talked about one of the stories you're interested in being was the was you to sleep. how the NFL. You will go to sleep. I'll put you. To sleep. You will go to sleep. You're or I'll put you. Get me out of here, Mister 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 Mister. Mister Mister, leave us alone. Here, eat this. I love that's in the middle of his spiel about this being a great place, and then some old lady jumping on his car about get me out of here. You know that Mister Mister lady? Yeah, I think I just killed her, (laughs) Mister Mister. So Drew, you said that you were anxious to see how the NFL. Political correctness and all that stuff happens in the 2019-2020 season. <laughs> An incredible transition to that would be Chappelle. Newest stand-up, Sticks and Stones. If you go on Netflix, Chappelle. Chappelle Show, if you go on Netflix, it is under the category of politically incorrect humor. His stand-up, it's about an hour long. When I watched it, I texted you in immediately and I said, I think this is one of the best hours of comedy not only for the comedy, but because of where it is 
where we are now in comedy and the eggshells that comics potentially have to walk on because they're one joke away from potentially their their career ending. So what did you think? Looper, you watched it as well. Where are you at? What are you thinking? Why are you on your computer? What are you doing on there? I'm looking at Chappelle Sticks and Stones. I actually didn't believe you when you said it's under politically incorrect. That literally politically incorrect stand up provocative. Exactly. <laughs> I think that's the ad for Sticks and Stones. So to yeah. me, here's what I imagine. Have you ever seen those old clips, like the believe it or not clips, and it's like a guy with a with a rope and it's in his teeth and he's on a dock and he's pulling like a cruise ship with his teeth. And he's just and you can see the boats moving. And so a guy's literally pulling a boat with his teeth. I, that to me is like the image that's stuck in my head of Dave Chappelle. He's trying to bring the comedy cruise ship back to shore. It's been it was unmoored. It was it was untethered. Two thousand, mm-hmm. I would say, what circa sixteen, yeah, 15, 15, 16. 16. With, you know, you they they untied it from the dock. The the waves of culture were shoving comedy out to sea, right? Because comedy is, as we would, I think we would all agree in the room, comedy is like making fun of like real life stuff. Yeah. Right. So it's like, hey, we're gonna let me. I'm gonna point at something, and in the room, you we're thought all, it. We're, we're yeah, we're all aware it of it. Right. Mean, yeah. But right. I'm gonna call it what it is, right. and you're gonna be like, oh man, that's exactly what that is. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Now what do we do? Right. That, it's, to me, it's almost like a. If it weren't for comedy, would we be as woke as we are were it not for comedy agreed because it's the most accessible way for different races and different genders to cross that divide when a man says you know how women are and men are like yeah and women laugh at it because they start to hear it and they go oh, oh in the same like way that. when a woman comedian says mm-hmm. you know how men are and women all laugh and whoop and the men are kind of like oh shoot we do do that right and it's mm-hmm. like oh Oh man, that's not normal. That, I thought that was how, absolutely, you thought. And comedy is risk taking, mm-hmm. and part of being a comic, especially in the stand ups and, and working out your hour, is adventurous risk taking. About hey, is this too far? At by your by your response as the audience, show us the line and figure this out. And what I love about that is, and what I kind of frustrate because I don't, I've never seen comedy perpetrated upon anyone. Yeah, you go. You pay Unless money. Unless you are, so you pay money. You go to the comedy cellar. You walk and do a, a thing. That's you, a special <laughs> comedy at gunpoint. You you you, you click Speaking on. Speaking of politically incorrect and provocative, right? <laughs> Laugh. I love it. Wow. <laughs> I mean, when you see the guy next to you, his brains just. You're like, oh, oh my! God. I gotta laugh at that at the next joke because what if it's what if it's me? What if it? And I love that Dave Chappelle even said he looks into the camera and says, "Remember, you clicked on my face." Yes. So and so I to me going back to the the guy pulling, he's trying to pull comedy back to to be accessible for us. Do you think he's doing that, or do you think he's saying, "I'm Dave Chappelle. I'm above it all. I'm the NFL of comics, and I'm gonna do what I want." And it's so funny. It's so true. It's so. So he's in Atlanta, which you would, which you and I would consider home court. Uh, it's not where he's from. He's sure. from Ohio, I believe. Which he just says he lives there. I didn't know that. That's so. Funny. Yeah, yeah. He's actually talked. He's actually talked about that on a couple of uh, comedy specials. <laughs> yeah. Listen, <laughs> if LeBron can be from Ohio, 
Why you not can Chappelle? be from Ohio, but you still live there on purpose. What's interesting is is he's moved into a new phase in his career where he's not he's the wearing comedian. jumpsuits with Chappelle on it. God, like. he couldn't care less about what he wears. It's like, it's clear him. he's just like you know what I'm going to work. I'm gonna wear a coverall. Yeah, because I'm it's gonna get messy. Yes, I think he's worried like people are gonna throw like fruit at him or something, and he's like you know I won't get my stuff dirty. So I'm gonna wear this and I'll just unzip it and walk yeah. out of here. So. One of the, walked out and into the. There'll be some spoilers, so if you're gonna watch it, just spoiler alert because we might shout out some of the jokes. I walked out, of course, out and uh, one of them came out of the trash can, and I was like, ah! <laughs> I, I just, I was so. Again, the reason why I said it was I didn't laugh the hardest I've ever laughed in a comedy special. Potentially, even I probably laughed harder at some of his other ones, but. This comedy special was like a great. It wasn't probably his last, but it was just an amazing. Hopefully, it's not his last. Hopefully, it's not his last. He's obviously on the Mount Rushmore of comedy already, but it was such a. This is still possible. Comedy is still possible. Pushing the limit is still possible. Talking about things mm-hmm. that are relevant and funny and true and interesting. That's what I loved about Dave Chappelle always. He always like, golly bum, that is really. It's an amazing way to craft that joke, and I'm half the time I'm laughing at the joke. Half the time I'm thinking, "Wow, what an incredibly mm-hmm. gifted Delivery. talent yeah. he is!" Yeah. Yes, yeah. his ability, his ability to uh, create uh, word pictures. So I love how so, you said that. I love the irony of how you said creating word pictures, <laughs> and I'm I'm stumbling <laughs> to create it. I got the I got the guy pulling the boat with his teeth. What more do you want from me? Uh. So. <laughs> He creates a car ride. Yes. And he turns the LGBTQ movement right. into, you know, each letter is a passenger right. on a car ride. Yes. As they are trying to travel towards progress and understanding right. and acceptance. Equality. Yeah. And so uh, just that, that, I mean, quite literally. That alone. Is a vehicle sure. for comedy. Yes. He creates yes. a vehicle. Right. And within that vehicle is able to deliver comedy. Right. Um, and that's like that's like the humor that and the kind of comedy that like that's like old school. Mm. But and so he's willing to touch it. Now, I again, Atlanta, still kind of a I would consider a home court advantage. Right. I, I think he's going to get the benefit of the doubt. I think he gets moved out. He wasn't everywhere. In, he wasn't in. He wasn't in L.A. Right, which, or San Francisco, which could have turned. Sure, given the stuff that he was talking about. Right. So I think he was intentional where he went. I think he knew. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be hot. Sure. And you don't want to go the deep south because then you're gonna get probably too much hoops and hollers. Because you know some of that stuff. The he south would. is not as progressive. Right. Per se. What's your but point? But Atlanta, Atlanta's got the. You know, we yeah. could be progressive. Sure. Mm-hmm. We, you know, we're the new Hollywood. Right. Mm-hmm. So we're against the new abortion bill. Right. But we're still, let's, let's keep, let's keep this political rec- correctness to a, to a, to a certain amount. Right. I just think that it was still hard for him. And so here's what yeah. I would say. He's Tom, he's the Tom Brady of comedy right now. Of course. Is he the best? No, he's probably not the best. But he's the one that everybody's looking to right now who's still playing. Right. Because Chris Rock 
I mean, he's got his new one, Tambourine. Looks I wouldn't like. think he's in the same. I don't, he's not in the but, same. Planet but he's for me. he's yeah, that's different. And you know, you, you talk about the Jerry Seinfelds. Those guys are retired. Yeah, I love Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah. He's do, he does comedians in cars getting coffee, but that's like a. That's like Peyton Manning's like right. victory lap tour he's doing around the NFL right. this year. That's not like a real. So if I told you, hey Drew, there's a comedy special and it covers suicide, school shootings, abortion, the gay community, the entire LGBTQ movement, all he touches all of it, and not necessarily and in... doesn't. What I love about it doesn't jump up and down. Doesn't even mention President Trump. Mm-hmm. He didn't. He didn't. He actually bait he and switched the audience into saying Trump, Trump, when he's trying to get them to figure out what he's doing when he's doing his uh, impersonation. Or oh yeah, and it was an amazing uh, Trump. You hear you because you hear Trump one time very clearly. Oh and yeah, he goes, "It's you. You're the worst people to ever yeah. perform for." He starts right after he talks about telling oh, the he, guy he should have killed himself. Then he goes into, "You are the worst people. This is the worst time to do comedy. You are the worst people to entertain." And he was just and starts that way. He 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 also gets in, in graphic cheering. on Michael Jackson. Well, they're not cheering when he calls them out. And that's what I would say. I would say, so here's the deal. Dave Chappelle did it, but by the skin of his teeth. I mean, we're talking he I think he 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 got through it. And I haven't seen anything. I haven't read any I haven't read anything that's coming out. I'm not seeing anything on social media that's like Chappelle's gone too far this time. Because he, like Jay-Z, I think has built a brand. He's like the NFL. Right. He's got the shield. And so, like, what are you going to say about Dave Chappelle? Right. I mean, what can you say? What are you going to say that's not, I'll go rest on my farm for five he's, more years and then come back out and get paid $100 million by Netflix to do five episodes? Well, the, only five. Thing he's, the only thing that's not in his favor and, and how he's kind of set up his life, and I'm not saying he set up his life to do that. Because he, he didn't. I don't think he married his wife because he thought, oh, well, this will make me more... Uh, culturally diverse and sure. acceptable. I, I think he married her because he loved her and he wanted to have kids with her. Are you speaking because she's Asian? Is that what you're saying? That? Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I'm saying like what he has going in his favor. So he can make an Asian joke and right. it's really hard for people to look at him and be like, you hate Asians. And it's like, well... Doesn't yeah, everyone? It, <laughs> that would be considered. <laughs> so he said, but he's a he's a man and that's like the only thing he's got going against him. So I think the only thing, the only third rail he's going to have a hard time touching is women, which is why I think he did specials, it last time. Two specials ago, women suffer. But I he, know, but he got a lot of grief for that. Sure, he got some grief women for that. Su- I- <laughs> women suffer. I know, because he he comes back to it in this special, right? And he says, "I told you guys. I told you guys. I yeah. told you guys." And that's to me, because Sean and I talked about this and that, like, and he even makes the joke in the LGBTQ. Uh, car who's driving the car right well it's the g's why right. well because the g's have a lot of white men in it right and if you want to get where you want to go and progress yeah you want white men driving oh, the car we know these roads we know these roads we built most we of built them. these roads we built most of these roads and so but what i love about his comedy and what i love about great comics for me is some comics are just good just tell jokes and get off but all is he he seems to be and i don't he may do this on purpose or may not but it's comedy but he's a spokesperson for a generation and moves the needle on some things he even bait and switched me because what i love about dave Chappelle, mm-hmm. one of the i look because at any moment in a special you can't agree with him you're like he's on my team he's on, we believe the same thing and and before you finish that thought in your mind he has been 
punching you in your thought head, like saying, no, you idiot. When he, I, he had me cause he's like, we have to fix this. We, this is our country too. They start cheering. Absolutely. Rise of the black community. We need to, we need to go out. If we need to, this is an election year. Oh, incredible. and I'm thinking, okay, it's here great. it is. He, he's coming after Trump and this is an election year. We all need to go out. Do our part. Do our part and register for a weapon. <laughs> and dude, it's and the kill. the only way we'll get the law changed. It's the only way we'll get the law changed. And it was an just incredible like, joke. And it's so funny. And it, it's just, and it's so, I just, I loved everything about it. I thought he didn't tiptoe around things, but he doesn't say certain things about Michael Jackson or about abortion or about the gay community. Just to, like, he doesn't, like, it feels like he even says, don't get mad at me. I can't stop making these jokes. Like, it's not like he's, like, scratching maniacally trying to figure out how to get at these people or anyone. Black, yeah, white, or whatever. It's just he's a great joke maker, and they're yeah. so funny. It's observation. The best humor is observational. So the only reason he's talking about Michael Jackson is because the documentary <laughs> came out. <laughs> yeah. oh. he, he he let out a heroin. What is like a, a heroin screen? What he shot oh, him with yeah. a buckshot? <laughs> Here's what I would say. Because oh I, I think with, when comedy <laughs> buckshot. Birdshot. Buckshot. 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 <laughs> yeah. I would say this. I do love when he used the word white. So he uses white. When he uses as like as like a derogatory slang is pretty funny. <laughs> the whites. One of those the whites. heroin addicted whites. Whites. Um, gosh. I think that comedy is now moved into that because even he didn't escape that because you're pointing it out. And I think so comedy now has to if you didn't watch Aziz Ansari's, um, he did it, too. I need to watch Chris Rock's um, like if you're going to do comedy now, you have to do something heartfelt right. or something. Uh, I don't know. Introspective. Aziz is, was is virtually apologizing it. the entire time he was trying to make jokes. Yeah, it but I think weird... but even Chappelle's like like the, there's a met you have to in comedy in 2019 your comedy has to have a message. You actually will take a minute out of your comedy special to make a broader point. But I think Whereas da- I think yeah. before it was just it was just right. But I think Dave's message is you're all idiots. Every single yes. one of you. Yes, it's it's not a no matter who you correct. like, who you love, who you sleep with, what color you are, what gender you are. You're stupid for one reason or another. And we're all stupid mm-hmm. for one reason or another. We're all blind. We're all silly. We all, and it is, if you can't, and I, what Can I love. Can we not just laugh? Exactly. Can it's we so not just therapeutic laugh? for me. Just mm-hmm. don't take yourself, my, you and I live kind of by this mantra. Just settle down. Yes. Why do you take yourself so seriously? Seriousness is not a virtue. Satan fell by the uh, weight of gravity. Yeah. So one of my favorite quotes. Well, and it's what I a, seriousness, seriousness is not a virtue. Justin Petrasky was on this podcast. He's a terrible person, but Justin Petrasky's lost people in his life. Oh yeah, in his family, terrible. His his brother, or his brother, his sister, and his father tragically lost both of them. And some of the hardest I've ever laughed, ever in my life, mouth. Cheek sore, gut hurting the next day, laughed, was literally the day after both of those horrible experiences of him losing family members and us being able to, I think, truly therapeutically laugh about whatever. And I, I think the people that don't experience that, you are missing out on a 
special, precious part of life is laughing. Not at necessarily even the thing, or sometimes even laughing at the thing, but the, the thing that hurt you or the thing that you're upset about. But it's just laughing in general. I think, man, a belly laugh once a day keeps the doctor away. I think it's mm-hmm. just, it makes things that are less accessible accessible. So in the, in the, when it comes to grief, right, it makes joy accessible in grief. Because joy is not accessible in grief. I think progress, like really honest, real conversations that aren't accessible. How do you sit across the table from someone who's ideologically completely opposite to you? Right. What's what's the bridge that you can build? And if you can make a joke about, you know what you're dumb about and this. And they can say, you know what you're dumb about is this. Because you can look at each other and laugh and be like, you know what? That's a good point. (laughs) That's a good point. That's a good point. And so, and for, we're laughing. Yeah, absolutely. I, and you and you may, and this, this may offend some people, but I don't know if you ever saw it. But it was a guy that wrote a, a, a I may have talked about this on the podcast before. A guy that wrote a Seinfeld episode about nine eleven. Oh yeah, we talked about it. And, and it was, and they think it's perfect. And if you go out, you can find it on the internet. Mm. And a guy wrote it, and he, he must have been a very massive Seinfeld fan because he wrote it perfectly in the voice. And it was. Post 9-11 and what Elaine, Jerry, and Kramer, and George would be experiencing for their characters. And it was so funny. It was so funny. Wow. It was like Jerry is a germaphobe, and he's there's dust everywhere. So he's like freaking out about the dust. Elaine had like a boyfriend that she was seeing that was in the tower. Kramer, something. George, some guy owed him money. It was just true to their characters. It was so funny. It would never see the light of day, and I get why it shouldn't. I understand that. Mm-hmm. But we're missing a point of that. 9-11 was a tragedy. And laughing about something that made light of it or try to make us smile about something, I don't think is disrespectful in any way. For me, that's just me personally. I think it's actually honoring to that. I think laughing and bringing a smile to something that was horrible. I don't think the people that died in 9-11 want for the rest of our lives ever, every time we talk about it, to all cry and be somber about it. I think having joy in that tragedy is something that, is necessary. I don't know. That's just me. And so I don't know why we got this way, but well, we, cause I can end it on this. When we don't make fun of things, the terrorists win. I love that. That's what it is. It's a bumper sticker. That's what it is. That's a shirt. Don't let the terrorists win. Do you want the terrorists to win? Watch comedy and, (laughs) and make fun of things that are serious and heavy and weighty. Yes. Do it in the right spot. If you know people that are way too serious, don't, you know, jeopardize your career or your relationships, (laughs) but you actually have no problem with it. I don't, but, but I'm an ambassador careers. of comedy. I am a, am a champion. I'm a, I'm a soldier in this army, and I and I am willing to die on that hill. Well, this is episode 35, Bad for Nothing. Possibly. Asterisk maybe. 35. <laughs> exactly, asterisk 35. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I feel like I've said this before, but, uh, yeah, thanks for listening to episode 35. <laughs> <laughs> See you next time. Maybe. <laughs>